0: Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Hunter's Journey. I'm your host Will, and with it being the middle of the summer, I figured we would talk about proper scouting tips and like techniques to use to find animals and everything in the off season. Um, I'm going to just say right up front that the most important thing that you can do is obviously get out into the woods and go camping and hike around the area where you plan to hunt and see what you can find, see if you can find water sources. I know out here in Utah, we are still, we're in a pretty big drought right now and Uh, We have had a lot of mountain lions coming down from the mountains because there's not much water down here, or water up there, excuse me. And I've seen quite a few mule deer come down into the valley too. And um, yeah, so if you can find water sources up high, away, um, kind of secluded and tucked away, uh, you will find animals there. Um, So to start off um when i'm not out camping and uh, hunting and scouting i uh, like to take time to look over uh, the satellite imagery um, of where i'm going to be hunting to see if i can find um nice flat places for animals to graze like early in the morning Or if I can find water sources up there, such as streams or, you know, little ponds or something like that. Uh, Snow runoff ponds, high alpine lakes, that kind of stuff. Um, Kind of see if I can find, um, you know, I'm just looking at all the different aspects of the terrain that I'm going to be hunting. Um, And the the map that I use is called Onyx. I mean, I'm, I'm sure... If you haven't heard of it already um, as you dive more into the world of hunting you're going to hear more of uh, about onyx um, it's one of those apps that uh, is really really easy to use and it's uh, it is really nice so i uh, i really enjoy it and it shows you Uh, It shows you public land. It shows you private land. It gives you the name of the landowners that live there. So if you want to ask permission, you can, you know, go and say, you know, are you such and such and ask for permission that way. It lets you create waypoints and um, like it has a bunch of different colors and a bunch of different symbols for everything. And uh, so that's what I've been using to look around uh, the area that I'm going to be hunting for mule deer and elk this year. And, um, I'm going to, uh, just take a look at that, figure out where I want to camp and where I want to hike around and see what, you know, see what's going on out there. Um, so to start off, I'm going to start off by saying that I did in fact draw uh, mule deer tag, and I got, a elk tag for the same unit. So, I got lucky in the fact that my scouting for elk can be done while I'm hunting mule deer, as well, since it's like the week before. So, my mule deer season ends, like, is, is the week before my elk season starts. So, if, so, my mule deer season goes for a week and then there's one day and then elk season starts so i will be hunting you know mule deer pretty much all that week and then i will take a day and then i will jump back out there and uh, hunt for elk so luckily i have the opportunity to sort of scout while i'm mule deer hunting and Um, I haven't had that happen before, so I'm pretty excited about it this year. Um, this area that I drew my tag in, I've been there before hunting for elk and we did see some mule deer up there. So I'm hopeful that there will be some, some animals up there. I've seen plenty of tracks up there. Uh, so it's just a matter of finding them, but I got to take some time this summer and head up there and maybe camp for a weekend or overnight or something like that and hike around and figure out where these animals are going to be um but since it's it's so high up that there, there's no guarantee that they'll they'll be up there when october rolls around um so that's or end of september beginning of october so with that um, I'm just gonna, again, I'm gonna be sitting here in uh, just my room or whatever, just hanging out um, and looking over Onyx, seeing if I can find water sources, putting pins there, um, good places to to pull off the the road up there and park and hike to a, a certain spot or anything like that. Really, look, it it, it, it all it all depends everything that you do on on depends on how you want to hunt like if you want to look for glassing points where um it's like the side of a hill overlooking um a, a nice little valley or um a nice little um field or something like that then look for that look for those terrain changes and on x has uh, topographic maps too so that's you know that's that's what i like to look for um our good glassing points um let's see here i've got glassing points i've got water sources um, i've got marsh areas i've got roosting trees for turkeys turkey tracks um, i've got where i've seen elk before um, i've got where i've where our camps are um, where uh, glassing I already said glassing points where road accesses are, you know, just, just really everything that, um, that I would, I would need really. Um, so yeah, so I'm looking on the map here and I, there's so much area that, that we can actually hunt and, um, I am, I'm really, I'm really happy with it. I'm really really fortunate. I'm loving it because there's, there's so much public land that we can hunt up there and it's, it's really endless. It just all depends on how far, you know, we're willing or wanting to walk. Um, so let's say I were to make a new point here, you know, I'm going to go through all the points that not all of them, but all the ones that I would realistically use. Um, you know, I would. There's there's one for a bedding area. There's one for camps. There's cow elk. There's um, does. There's elk, bull elk. There's feeding areas. There's a food source. There's um, if you leave your gear and go gut your animal. There's your gear. Um, there's moose. There's mountain goat, mountain lion. Where my pack is. Um, there's gear, and then there's p- uh, packs. There's two different one. There's rub. There's even a bigfoot one on here. Um, there's shed antlers. There's tree stands. There's traps. There's trail cams. They've added a bunch more here um, in just the last little bit. So, um, yeah, all these, all these in here are uh, are really cool. So. Um, then you got the different colors to choose from, it gives you a waypoint, like, GPS location, you can name it, um, it gives you, like, the, oh, excuse me, um, it gives you, I thought it, ga- it used to give you the weather for that location, but it, I don't think it really does anymore, um, so it's, it's one of those things, like I can't explain it enough. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you you just have to go around and play with it because it is such a great tool. Um, and I, uh, I'm really loving it. So I've, I've been using it for, I've been using Onyx for about two years now. Um, and it's, it's really helped a lot. I used it when I was in Northern Minnesota and I marked tree stands and stuff like that out there. Um, and then I used it all last year while I was scouting during the summer and last fall while I was hunting. Um, so it's a really great tool. Um, other than that, I mean, this is going to be a pretty short episode to be quite frank. Um, because in terms of scouting, it's just, you just have to get out and find animals, you know, and put the time and effort in. I mean, it, don't get frustrated if you don't find animals on the first try. You know, if, if you go out and you don't find any, it's not a big deal. It's just that they're maybe not there. Maybe you got to go a little farther back. You know, maybe you got to put in that extra mile or two miles or whatever, you know. Um, and uh, just try and get as far away from the main roads and camps, uh, campsites, where other people are as much as you can, because if you get out into that back country, you're gonna find animals that you know ninety nine percent of people aren't gonna see. Um, so if you can push yourself and t- go that extra mile, get wake up an extra hour early, go to bed an extra hour early or something, and wake up early, go that extra mile to find animals and use the GPS tools then you will be successful in scouting and hopefully that success will lead to success in hunting. Um so other than that that's all the scouting uh tactics that I've used really in the last couple years. Um I I find a spot. Oh, I guess I didn't talk about this. Um I've been talking about onyx the whole time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um so when i actually find a spot and go out to the field um i will look for tracks fresh tracks fresh droppings that were maybe there from that morning or yet the day before or whatever Um, and i will usually walk around that area and see if we can stumble upon something or i'll find a nice glassing spot and sit there for half an hour or an hour and just see if there's anything moving Um, basically just trying to again, trying to find animals and putting in the time once I actually get to the spot that I found on, on X, I'm like, okay, this looks like a good spot on the satellite map. And then I get up there and, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually a really nice spot. So then um, I can make that decision up there if I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a nice spot. Or if it's more or less just like, um, yeah, this is all right. I haven't seen anything. There's a lot of tracks in here. So maybe if I got here earlier, or maybe they're coming in in the evening, you know, just something like that. You just gotta, you just gotta find the pattern that the animals, um, do you gotta find their habits. And cause I mean, you're an outsider going into their habitat. So you're out of place. So if you can make yourself, um, seem like you belong there by staying there for a long time and hanging out there and waiting and being quiet and being stealthy about your presence there, then that will also help with animals coming in and kind of calming down. Um, other than that, I, yeah, just when I get to the spot, uh, take time and if, if it looks like a spot where animals frequent and there's, um, animals moving through there, then I would stay there and hang out there for a while. If it's midday, I would maybe come back in the evening. Um, But other than that, use your GPS tools on your phone like Onyx. Get out and go camping and get out into the the woods and see if you can find animals. When you do find the spots that you like on your GPS tools, then get out there, check them out, and see if there's animals there, or if it just looked really good on the satellite, but there's nothing there. You know, that's happened to me before too, is I'm like, man, this looks like a sweet spot. There's a nice little pond right here, and it, there's a nice little glassing point to look at the pond, and I I walk up to the, to the little pond. There's no tracks around the entire pond. There's no tracks in the entire area. I don't know what was going on. So I was like, all right, um, well, I guess this doesn't really have much activity here which was a little strange but that being said I moved on and went to my next waypoint and I found tracks and stuff there so you just got to keep moving um, anyway so thank you uh, thank you guys for listening to me rant about Onyx and um, that kind of stuff sorry there weren't really you know high-tech um, tips and tricks in here I mean scouting is not really a high-tech thing I think it's, it's more um, getting out, finding the animals, and just spending time and putting in the time and effort to find what you want to find. If you put in the time and effort, you'll be successful. That's all there is to it. And if you're not successful, then that all that means is that you have to put in more time and effort the next year. So like last year, I didn't scout really hardly at all during the summer. I scouted towards the fall and a few weeks before we started hunting, which I thought you know, might be a good idea because the anim- we'll find the animals and they'll still be there in the next week or whatever, which I mean, we did find some animals and they were still there. But figuring out their moving patterns throughout the summer and the winter can also help as well. Um So anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Sorry again, it wasn't too terribly long. And there wasn't a whole lot of um, intricate tips and tricks. It's just you got to get out, put in the time and effort to find animals, look on your GPS, and find places that you think look good and go out there and determine if they look good or not. Um, And just put in the time and effort. Really, I can't say that enough. You know, Put in the time and effort. Put in the time and effort. Just get that ingrained into your brain. Um, And if you follow that, I think you will have success. So anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode of A Hunter's Journey. And until the next one, actually, I think the next one, uh, I'm going to talk about how I like to fish for walleye and what setups I like to use because I've been a little walleye crazy lately. Um, And I'm hoping to get out here um, in Utah before uh, it starts to get a little colder. So the next episode is going to be about, uh, my walleye rigs and stuff like that and how I caught walleye in, in, Minnesota and everything. Um, so anyway, thank you again for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, until next time, make sure you respect your fellow hunters and anglers, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you.